Hello and welcome to a Forza Podcast, the channel for mobile and cloud innovation for the consumer goods industry. Hi everybody, thanks very much for uh, playing our podcast. Uh, this is Dominic Donardo, I'm the CEO of Forza, and today I'm very excited and pleased because of a dear old friend uh, joining this podcast today. He's the Executive Vice President of the App Exchange. Please welcome Woodson Martin. Thank you, Dom. I'm super excited to be here with you today. <laughs> now, Woodson, our relationship goes back. We must be getting old because it goes back a couple of decades, I think. Do you remember when we first met? <laughs> Uh, I think it was in Paris because you told me you think it was in Paris uh, and probably it was in 2005, which was my first year uh, at Salesforce. So now looking back, I'm actually just like a, a week or two from my 15 year anniversary with the company. Oh, wow. Hard Congratulations. Yeah. yeah well, I, I, it's funny. I think you're right. I think it was spring or summer in Paris. I can't remember exactly what, which makes it sound very romantic, I suppose. I remember you caught, you called me at dinner and you gave me a product marketing deep dive on something. I can't even remember what it was at the time, but I was well and truly marketed to that evening. It was a lot of fun though. <laughs> well, well, you've, had long, fun. you've had 15 years in Salesforce. Like, please, I mean, everyone will be interested in this because Salesforce, I mean, I've left Salesforce in 2012. I was there for about 10 and a half years, but I never really felt like I left. I mean, I've been in the, the Ohana, the ecosystem ever since, but you've done 15 years. Tell everybody a bit about your career there. Oh, yeah. Well, without making it too tedious, I'll uh, do the quick fly through. I started at Salesforce in 2005 with responsibility for product management over what was then our flagship product we called Salesforce SFA, um, we now call Sales Cloud, and uh, was part of the team that launched our very first other product, uh, which we called a lot of things, uh, support for Salesforce service and support, uh, ultimately became the service cloud, which got obviously a huge boost after the acquisition of Instranet and when Alex Dayon came on board, you probably remember that, um, 2008. Uh, so the first few years were in product management in San Francisco. And then I think it was in April of 2008, I got a phone call from Mark uh, Benioff and George Hu and Clarence So, you probably remember all those names, uh, who were all at the Quota Club trip in Hawaii and were calling me to say, hey, would you like to, Clarence is gonna move home. Uh, he'd been in London for a few years and uh, acting as our CMO in Europe. And they said, hey, would you like to move to Europe and run marketing for Salesforce? And I said, wow, that sounds pretty cool. <laughs> um, and so in August of that year, uh, Kelly, my wife and I moved to London with our two boys who were six and seven years old at the time. and. We lived in London for three years, uh, helped Salesforce grow a lot. You were there, of course. We were in the office, I think, that you are in right now in Frimley. Yeah. And uh, we had an amazing run there. I mean, I just think back at the growth we saw, both, you know, in terms of the team, in terms of customers' uh, revenue, but what was so incredible about that time for me was the transformation in the market from 
initially just totally rejecting the idea of what we now call cloud computing, what we were really calling software as a service then, and which over those three years shifted from, you know, corner case to mainstream. I think of the first customers we had in Europe, it was European companies who really were trying to be like operate like American companies in a way, you know, they were just like, whatever they're doing over there, we should do that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. And you know, we went mainstream in those years and it was awesome. Uh, and so that was an incredible career experience. Anyway, making a incredibly long story short, a 15 year story fit into two minutes. We, I moved home from uh, London in 2010, August, 2010. And Mark talked me into running uh, employee recruiting for the company. And for 18 months, I remember I did that. Yeah. I, we had a big goal to get to a thousand salespeople. Um, and that was a big part of my charter uh, for that time. And it was fun and crazy and hard, but we did it. Um, and then uh, I learned a lot actually about the technology that was you know, being used in in HR departments uh, at the time. And I got all wound up around the idea of trying to do some Salesforce tech to help people recruit and staff organizations and uh, did a project we called work.com with John Wookie, who we hired in as one of the last hires while I was there. And we, uh, we started up work.com thinking, you know, HR applications would be, uh, you know, potentially a next big thing for us as we move more into back office. And in parallel, <clears throat> the company Salesforce bought Exact Target and began this big foray into really B2C uh, CRM that grew out of that acquisition. And we started to be less enthusiastic about moving into the back office and more enthusiastic about refocusing on CRM and looking at a much broader market opportunity there than we'd seen. You know, our historic focus had been more B2B with just sales and service cloud. And so uh, I jumped ship out of work.com and went to take the job as the CMO of the exact target marketing cloud, as we called it at that time. And I spent a couple years uh, in that business, helping to integrate marketing cloud and Salesforce operationally first and obviously more recently there's been a lot more in the way of technology integration <clears throat> and uh after that i spent two years at salesforce iot uh helping us establish our foothold really became an extension of our service cloud product over time helping to automate uh, service around uh either around machines or around uh, customers who were using machines or where sensors could play a role in helping to predict or um, alert teams around, you know, rising problems. So that was super interesting uh, experience. And then I took a year off, uh, basically as a sabbatical. In no, we probably needed it after that long. <laughs> 2018. And when I, uh, I returned from that, I got very excited about the app exchange and about the opportunity to help our partner ecosystem grow and to help our customers really get more value out of their experience with Salesforce. 
by extending our platform and our applications uh, with third-party technology built on the platform, integrated to the platform. And that's really what the App Exchange is about. And uh, tell us what's it just actually, cause that's sort of really, it's really important to uh, uh, both myself, uh, yourself, actually the entire ecosystem. Um, how, I mean, tell us some statistics, perhaps how big is the App Exchange today? Cause it's pretty, yeah. I mean, it's, over the years, it's really got some size, I believe. There are about 5,000 solutions listed on the App Exchange wow. today. Yeah. Uh, so that's come a long way from when we launched it uh, yeah. in 2006, uh, where it's very funny. Um, there's a fellow named George Kennessy. He's the CEO of Epiphany, which is uh -huh. one of the product development organizations, a special kind of partner at Salesforce who oftentimes helps uh, other ISVs build on our, our platform. Um, and when I was a year ago, when I was looking at this role or at the app exchange, I sat down for George with a, for breakfast and he was telling me the story of how he was recruited as the very first app exchange partner at the launch of the very at Dreamforce in 2006 when we launched the app exchange. And, you know, there were, literally two or three companies who at that time could stand up and say, we've built an app on the app exchange. And he'd done something, I think for, around mortgage finance or something. Anyway, uh, I now think of it, it's 5,000 apps uh, on the app exchange. It's probably 3,000 partners. Uh, it's a, you know, it's rapidly growing. So we added over 400 new partners to the app exchange last year. We have, <clears throat> just crossed the threshold, 7.6 million installations of wow, App Exchange wow, applications wow, wow. into customer environments. Um, well on our way to 8 uh, million, which is going to be really exciting as a milestone. <laughs> so it's a, it's a lot. It's um, 86% well, of Salesforce customers use an app from the App Exchange. That's a hell of a lot. I mean, you know, you kind of don't think of it this way in the cloud, but if you're measuring it against, you know, installing on a platform like you would install business apps in the old days on you know an operating system i mean it's a it's a significant enterprise application platform now 7.6 million that's huge um and and you know what i like about it is um and i say this now is a, a bit of a plug for ourselves as a partner is you know it's not something necessarily where you know anyone can just turn up and throw something out there and it's like you know, any old rubbish could be installed. I mean, it's a pretty diligent professional process. I mean, to get oh, on the well. app exchange, yeah, you have to, you have to jump through yeah, a lot you of do some work. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. but, uh, well, I do hear about that process quite a lot. I'm glad yeah. to hear your uh, perspective on it as diligent and professional. Um, we have a pretty rigorous process when it comes to the security uh, review of the technology that goes on the app exchange and that's of course because we have a very strong focus on trust um, and ensuring that you know the data that our customers manage in their salesforce environments is secure and we need to make sure that the partner technology that's being added to those environments is uh, supporting our standards and not creating risk for our customers. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, I think I mean, we, we uh, uh, at Forza, our value is actually very closely aligned to Salesforce's and um, we went through that process. So, uh, we actually, there's, um, for those of you who are interested, there's actually a blog post that was written about our, our experience there because we, 
one of the very few companies that actually managed to pass it first time. I think that we probably did that because of our extensive um, experience with Salesforce because it's the fact we passed it first time does not diminish the sure um, degree of diligence that goes into it actually. Very professional process. Now, which I guess um, just for the remaining couple of minutes, I'd love to hear your perspective. Like, you know, I know I've known you for a long time. You don't do jobs yeah. by halves. What do you think about the, your vision for the App Exchange in the future? And um, yeah, where do you see this all going? And and is it? Do you see it as a strategic differentiator for all the things that Salesforce does in the future? I'm sure you do. I'd love to hear your thoughts. <laughs> I do. Uh, thanks, <laughs> Tom. Yeah, I mean, I'll boil down the strategy for the future of the App Exchange in three parts. Uh, the first is the strategy we call One App Exchange. If you look across uh, the landscape that is Salesforce in our ecosystem today, it's grown a lot from the time when you and I first started at Salesforce. <clears throat> so from sales cloud, now then service cloud, marketing cloud, commerce cloud, Tableau, MuleSoft, the landscape has gotten uh, richer, certainly, uh, but also more complicated. And, you know, for trailblazers, our customers who come to Salesforce for solutions to their problems today, there's actually a lot of places they need to go and look and search to find all the different parts to put together um, <clears throat> to make their solutions. You know, MuleSoft has the AnyPoint Exchange. Uh, Datarama uh, has a marketplace for marketing analytic templates uh, that have been created on their platform. Uh, the Commerce Cloud has its link marketplace. Our vision is to both bring these ecosystem benefits to customers of all of our clouds uh, and also to simplify the experience for trailblazers with one marketplace. Uh, and so that is work on Salesforce to bring together these technology stacks and these partner programs and these marketplaces into one cohesive whole that makes sense both to uh, our customers, the trailblazers themselves, as well as to our partners. Um, and so that's a big part of what we're working on. <clears throat> and that really will allow us to move further down the path of industry solutions, if you will, where all the parts required, whether it's the pieces required for back office uh, integrate data integration, whether it's the front end user experiences, whether it is the uh, business process and logic required to stitch all those things together, that those can all be easily accessed as sort of one thing, even though the parts span our entire customer 360 uh, offering. And so that's <clears throat> one part of vision. The second is what I call global marketplace. Uh, you know, the app exchange is really well adopted in North America uh, among our, our customers. The further we get from San Francisco, uh, in fact, the less of that uh, adoption that we see. And we have work to do on our end to help globalize the marketplace. We have, a, we have an app exchange in Japan in Japan and in Japanese, but for our customers in the rest of the world, the app exchange is an English language experience. And, uh, and obviously as Salesforce and our partners uh, penetrate these other markets, we need to provide a relevant and local experience uh, to trailblazers all around the world. And so that's a second uh, part. And the third is what I just call the algorithm. 
you know, my real vision is that the app exchange as a website, as a place you go and search for solutions fades into the background and that, and, and that the app exchange really truly becomes an algorithm that powers the trailblazer experience of Salesforce wherever you are in your journey. So uh, that's could be as simple as thinking about, well, if I take a trail on a topic on trailhead, like let's say I want to take a learn about sales compensation. Then the next thing that happens to me is that the algorithm should be recommending, well, okay, you've learned about sales compensation. Would you like to see uh, some That's cool. partner technologies yeah. that help automate those things you've just learned about and weaving uh, the experience and the best that the ecosystem has to offer into that experience sort of wherever our customers are, our trailblazers are in their journey. And that's, that's in a nutshell, how we think about the future of the app exchange. No, that's really, really very cool. And it's funny, as you were talking, I was thinking, and it was reaffirming to me, it's kind of like, these are the reasons why we chose to partner with Salesforce, like in our, in our new venture, Forza. All of those um, items, the one to three there are completely pertinent. And for an industry, we're an industry cloud company, we're focused on consumer goods. And, you know, yeah. our aim is that, you know, we're obviously going to comply with um, the Salesforce architecture, the Salesforce Consumer Goods Cloud. And, but, you know, people are going to want to buy other products as well. And so, like, for us, it's not just about us leveraging the platform. Actually, we like to leverage the entire ecosystem. There's going to be plenty of other companies or, or ancillary products that are going to be helping our customers, like, solve their, their problems. I think it's brilliant. Absolutely. Um, Woodson, yeah. I, I, just, I mean, I'm just conscious that we've... Uh, um, had a good bit of content there, and I just want to thank you, by the way, for investing some time with me. So, lots, you know what? Like, a 15 years career in Salesforce for that variety of jobs, there's not a lot of people who can claim that. And you know, you've been successful in all of them. And um, ever since you bent my ear over that romantic dinner in Paris back in 2005, it sounds like um, it's been great to know you, and I'm very appreciative of you spending some time with me today. Thank you. Well, thank you very much, Tom. It's been a pleasure for me too. We should do it again in another 15 years for sure. Uh, I plan to retire before <laughs> the Woodson, but okay. <laughs> Thanks, Woodson. It can Take be care. on a beach. All it right. Can be on a beach. Bye bye.